preface my video today with an idea. There are people in all kinds of mental, emotional, psychological states. And some of those people are not ne don't necessarily have a great grasp on reality. I guess that's how I would put it. This is what kind of drove me to think about the idea of gratuitousness and talk about it on today's edition of the Daily Summation from Kurt's Religion and Politics. I'm your host, I'm Kurt, and today is Tuesday, the 18th of January of 2022. Welcome to everyone who's here on Rumble, on the podcast, on YouTube, on BitChute, on CloudHub, and if you happen to see me on Minds, that's mindscom uh, Welcome along today, uh, and remember that Rumble is my preferred platform for the moment. Again, the subject for today is going to be gratuitousness. And I'm going to go ahead and go through my notes and just sort of, this will sort of lay the groundwork so that you have some understanding kind of where I'm coming from. There are folks who argue that gratuitous violence, sex, and various other activities in movies video and video games and the like are a general driver of various kinds of abuse and assaults. Others state that no such thing is true. I guess I have a somewhat different take on the matter than many. If you ask me, I'm going to tell you the primary problem is parents not teaching their children right from wrong. On the other hand, I do believe the more ready exposure to materials containing gratuitous, graphic, and realistic material is probably not helpful where all of this is concerned. Here's the first question in my view. Is it really necessary to show such things anywhere? I get that many people can readily and easily, excuse me, distinguish between what happens on a movie set or in a video game from real life. I also understand that parents and guardians should be helping their children and others under their care to do likewise. I get that. That makes sense. And by the way, I try to do it. It's also probably a good idea, a good plan, I'm sorry to keep younger ones from seeing such things in the first place where possible. That makes a lot of sense to me. The pro There's a problem, though. Like it or not, as long as such things are out there, people who shouldn't be exposed to them will be. They will get them somewhere. You can pretty much count on it these days. Again, as a parent, my answer would be to ensure my children know that stuff's not real. Then comes another issue. Even if I make it or if I make it plain to children and young adults, such things are not something they should ever expect to see, much less do in reality, a small percentage will likely still decide they want to involve themselves in such things. For whatever reason, particularly if what's presented looks real, they will come to the conclusion it's okay and maybe even desirable. It's fair to blame the guard is it excuse me it's a question is it fair to blame the guardian of such a person i guess sometimes but in other situations the person looking after them and trying to get them to understand fails no matter how hard they try i came to the conclusion long ago i will not watch things that have gratuitous violence or sexuality myself if i can avoid them and frankly i won't support them in any sense if i can avoid them. Likewise, I try to observe the same sort of rules for my children who are still at home. 
I also try very hard to get the one who's still with me to realize what he sees on television and movie theaters on a computer or in some gaming system isn't necessarily real or good. Even if it's real, it's not necessarily good. I still have to wonder, though, does it really make sense to have gratuitous sex and violence in various productions? You'll forgive me when I say I don't think so. It doesn't make sense to me. I'm going to go ahead and get on to the standard talkie piece. And here's what I want, one thing that I want understood. I have a moderately autistic son. It's not exactly that his grasp on reality is tenuous, so much as he gets a lot of his cues from places that maybe other people don't get them from. And one example of a place that he may get his cues from might be movies, TV shows, video games... Uh, various presentations, various places that show gratuitous sex, violence, and other things. I do my best to tell him that what he sees on TV, on movie screens, on video games, and various places is not real. I do my level best to make sure that he's aware that that's the case. But the problem is, a lot of the time, I catch what he sees as an afterthought, sometimes not having even been the one who presented it to him in the first place. And what that means is there will be times when, for a period of time, he will believe something is true, real, proper, correct, whatever you want to say, and it's just not. And anybody with any clue and normal processing facilities, faculties, whatever you want to say, doesn't believe it's true. But the problem is, he is just, excuse me for bumping my camera there, he is just one example of the kind of person who may not know how to process certain things that he sees and hears. So when people do things like uh, play with him, prank him, and various things, he gets to think that that's funny because they tell him that it's funny, and if he doesn't think that it's funny, it doesn't roll off his back, and he reacts badly to it. So he pretty much has to do that. The same thing might apply to what he would see on a television screen or wherever. If he sees somebody doing something that's violent, if he sees somebody kill somebody, and particularly if he sees that person get back up like certain shows have, have been wont to put on their productions... He is likely to believe that that's real, that people can die and get back up. And I'm not talking about somebody whose heart stops and gets their heart restarted. I'm talking about um, people who die and, and are in a casket and are buried. He's, he's seen somebody who has passed away. He, he went to his grandma's funeral, and so he's seen somebody who has passed away. But I'm still not sure he realizes the permanence of such a thing. He's seen me get injured by things that he's done. But even though he's seen the slow healing that came from messing up one of my toes at one point totally by accident, um, I'm still not sure he understands that. He understands it a little better when it happens to him and he has to go through the thing in question. But the point is, when you put a whole bunch of stuff out there with unnecessary sex, violence, whatever it happens to be, profanity, whatever it happens to be, you need to know, A... There's a chance people will see that who I would really rather didn't and others would really rather didn't. And B, there's a possibility that those individuals will believe that that is normal behavior or proper or whatever. 
I've heard of instances where people who were not quite obsessed with various kinds of things literally killed other people without realizing, I don't know, maybe somewhat realizing and maybe not exactly realizing what they were doing. I know that there are people out there who are, quote, normal who have done things like this. And it's a problem, and I don't know what you do about it. It's reality that it's happened. And you need to understand that it's reality that it's happened. It's a problem, and I don't know what you do about it. But you've got people who are special circumstances individuals, like my son, who I've said many times is moderately autistic, level 2 autistic, so in the middle of the autism spectrum. So not at the, not at the severe end, not at the mild end, in the middle right, which most people you meet who are autistic are not. But the point is, that individual might not be able to process and understand that the things that you, he's seeing are actually problematic, and he may choose to act on things that he believes are acceptable, even though there's no way to show that they are. And this is why, in my mind, the idea, idea at least of gratuitous sex and violence and things of that sort, profanity and various things, is a problem. And I understand the rating system is there for various things, and I do, again, try to make sure that my kid doesn't see any of that stuff. But sooner or later, first of all, he's going to be over 18 and may still not be able to process that stuff properly. And second of all, he's likely to see it whether or not he's over 18. People are exposed to things, whether you like it or not, when those people really shouldn't be exposed to them. And the more those things are around, the more chance there is to exposure to them. Okay, I need to go ahead and wrap up. This is the Daily Summation from Kurt's Religion and Politics. I'm your host. I'm Kurt, and today is Tuesday, the 18th of January of 2022. That means tomorrow will be Wednesday, that middle of the week day, the 19th of January of 2022. Uh, thank you for everyone who's been here on Rumble, on the podcast, on YouTube, on BitChute, on CloudHub, and if you happen to see me on MindsMinds.com or at some point, point maybe on Locals.com as well, um, then there as well. Remember, Rumble is my preferred platform. You can can uh, give me a rumble if you want to on rumble. You can also give me a plus or a minus to show that you like or do not like my content. You can give me a like or dislike on any other platform where I put my content and they're available. Uh, you can comment on my content on any platform where I put my content and frankly anywhere somebody else happens to put it as well. I may not see it if you do, um, but if you comment on my content and particularly if I'm notified of it and I see that you have done so, I will read it. I will try to get what you're saying. And if I feel it's reasonable, I will respond. Uh, so keep that in mind. The subject for today has been gratuitousness. And tomorrow we're going to talk about, uh, are they that way? And what I want to talk about is people who say, who talk about people who seem to be fake. And maybe those people actually are not what you think they are. Maybe they are. Maybe they are what you think they are, but maybe they're not. Anyway, we'll talk more about that on tomorrow's edition of the Daily Summation. I uh, hope that you're doing well today. hope everything's going well for you. And hopefully we will see you on Wednesday's edition of the Daily Summation from Kurt's Religion and Politics. The speaker on this edition of the Daily Summation is Kurt Schubert. This video is recorded on Tuesday, January 18th of 2022. The Daily Summation is created for Kurt's Religion and Politics. Thanks for watching this edition of the Daily Summation from Kurt's Religion and Politics. I hope you found it entertaining or instructional or maybe both. 
Uh, if you want to see more from me, you can go to blogs.kpsubert.com. That's blogs.kpsubert.com. I am on Twitter, Parlor, and Minds.com. My handle on each of those is at kpshubert. That's at k-p-s-h-u-b-e-r-t. I have a Rumble and a YouTube channel. They are the Kurtz Religion and Politics channels on Rumble and YouTube. I have a Facebook page. The Facebook page is Kurtz Religion and Politics as well. I have I am on Patreon. If you want to support me, that's one of the better places you can do that. And you will find me at Kurtz Religion and Politics on Patreon. I have a podcast. The podcast is podcasts with a with an S. KPSchubert.com. That's podcasts.kpshubert.com. I think you should be able to find me with relative ease on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify as well. The best way I find to do that is to look for Kurt's Religion and Politics. You can try to use the daily summation. I find that it doesn't work as well as a general rule, but you can always try that. I'm glad to have you aboard today, and hopefully we will see you again tomorrow.